Hey, what's up folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, and joining me every week is Mr. Pedro Ruiz. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro Ruiz, creative tech <laughs> here at Adafruit, and every week I'm to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. Yeah, this is a show where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects for you folks. How's everybody doing? We're hanging out in the Discord chat room. Let's go ahead and jump right into the Discord chat room. And say hi to everybody that's joining us in the live stream. Go ahead, Pedro. Good morning, everybody. Shout outs to, to Wester, Mr. Certainly. And over on the YouTube chat, we have Charles hanging out. Looks like Facebook was not cooperating, but we are on Twitch as well. Yeah, sorry Thank about the Facebook. Thank you all for hanging out with us this morning. Let's go ahead and look at this week's call out. Not yeah. coupon code, yeah, since we're only about half, less than half operational. Why isn't this working? I can't get this to work. Can if you want to have orders going in, we're specifically doing oh, these so for nice. any of the COVID efforts. So if you need parts, one of the things we saw people needing were the BME uh, 280s, the humidity, humidity sensors. Jeez. So if you guys want to place orders for any of those, like any of the hospitals, uh, you can email covid at adafruit.com to get those orders shipped out. And if any of those are out of stock, you can go ahead and email us covid at adafruit.com and we get those uh, parts shipped out. All the other orders are being held for a moment. We get um, through this. Excellent. We got some blog posts for you folks that so we want to kind of recap everybody. So on, let's see, March 22nd, Adafruit was deemed an essential business and service in the New York City area. Um, so we can kind of rug through this. Um, so Adafruit's going to be providing some services uh, at medical equipment since we have a warehouse and distribution and fulfillment, fulfillment uh, essential manufacturing for electronics, as Peter was saying. Um, essential healthcare operations, including medical supplies and equipment. Excellent. And then we have another blog post with some actual photos of the team putting together um, some of the face masks. So here's Lamar and Phil being all proper. Here's Lamar working on uh, like a box acrylic, seeing if that's an option for us. Um, so they're working on that. They're setting up their facility so that they can cut large pieces of uh, material for creating these open source face shields. We're finally putting that Glowforge together as a little, uh, as an extra, you know, equipment uh, laser cutter. Here's Lamar testing out one of the uh, the new designs. Here's a good look at sort of the work, or sort of just the layout of all the things that they're just getting the pieces together. That was like kind of stage the one. Assembly line. Yeah, I guess the assembly up. line set up. Here's Lamar again. Um, here's some folks that were very small amount of team that's working on it. Um, folks from the, our manufacturing team. Uh, so this is, uh, I think that's Colin, Colin Cunningham, who's uh, laying out some of the uh, PETG material. Here's Dano, who's the uh, lead in the manufacturing assembly line. He's setting up the epilogue here. I think it's epilogue, laser cutter um, for cutting those pieces out. Here's our assembly line looking a little bit more clean. We got a nice big cutter as well for cutting those uh, giant sheets. So they are working on it. And I think I scrubbed through it, but this is the design that they are working on. Is it over here? I think it's over here, down here. Here it is, here's the design they're actually working on. Um, yeah. So getting those laser cut pieces. So you can get uh, access to this in the links in the blog. They're featured blog posts, so you can quickly get to them. Yeah, so lots of happenings. 
and I guess we'll jump into the learn guide. So uh, Dano, Dano Wall, who's on the manufacturing team, uh, put together a learn guide for putting together the, uh, the protective face shield design from, from Prusa Research. So uh, they released their design and it just kind of walks you through um, printing it, different settings, and um, uh, how to get the template and stuff uh, out of a piece of um, reclaiming, <laughs> like a two liter bottle. So here's how uh, you can use the template uh, to either laser cut it or just trace it and then kind of fashion your own. So nice work from Dana Wall. And then for us, we uh, figured we don't have any pet seat or two liter bottles. So what we do have though is these um, 8x11 sheets of transparency film. We were actually using this material um, as a way to create uh, stencils, uh, uh, UV curing solder mask. <laughs> so we reused this pack. We put two of them together with some tape so we have a bigger sheet. And then we're using our vinyl cutter. We have a Cree-cut vinyl cutter. And uh, we were able to bring in the DXF template that Prusa Research provided. And we just adjusted it a little bit so that some of the fillets are like less extreme and the holes um, uh, work out pretty well. Um, because it's two pieces and we're using packaging tape to kind of join those two sheets together to make a bigger sheet, um, the knife blade wasn't able to cut all the way, so we're just using an X-Acto knife to completely cut out the holes. And it seems to work out really well. We did redesign the bottom holder. Um, um, to, to kind of be a little bit longer than the original design from Prusa. That way it's able to kind of um, keep, the, especially with a bottle, like a two liter bottle, it really helps keep those edges from curling. So that's why we elongated that bottom piece. And uh, we, I put together a layer by layer tutorial on how to recreate um, the RC1 design from Prusa Research in Fusion 360 in a way that it's parametric so things can be adjusted really easily. Um, so that's what we did over, I think, the weekend. Time's going crazy. I don't know when. So if you, are a, if you are looking to sharpen your CAD skills and you're looking for something new to design, I definitely recommend trying out, uh, trying to design a face shield. And uh, you can use our tutorial as a little resource for you. Um, so we got that. And uh, shout out to Dan O'Wall for uh, leading the way on this learn guide. And everybody else too who's printing and making um, masks. Now there is a, some, some work being done on verifying whether uh, these designs are up to snuff, I would say. So what we have here is a link from the UCLA Education. And they have a little bit of a white paper article that uh, kind of does some testing on the various different designs. So if we scroll down here to the, um, to the face mask designs over here, you can see that the Prusa mask here, both V1 and V2 are viable. Both designs uh, work with face shields template. The, des the, the design's different size, and so both should be made to ensure a more comfortable fit for the end user. Prusa's recommended settings are viable, however, the, uh, however, a design using the following settings was selected as a preferred design. Uh, and here's an update to this. Um, 3.24, which is March 24th, prototypes have been assembled by UCLA Health and were rejected due to a large gap at the top of the mask that will allow arsenal, aerosols and other 
uh, particulates to land on the HCW's face. So unfortunately, the design was rejected by this group. Um, but there are some other designs out there that are OK. So for example, this one here, this one is a 3D Verk Stan face mask. This is a file, an open source file that's on, um, that's on Umagine. And uh, it's got a slightly different design where it kind of still has that, uh, let's see, the shield may prove to be too small and the design need to be tweaked. So we actually took this and we're kind of uh, reworking it so that it gets rid of those gaps here in the front. So uh, we took the design and we remade it in Fusion 360. And here's what we got so far. So the first design kind of really worked where it's using uh, a standard three ring binder holes. Um, so we have like a, so that you can use one of these guys. This is a standard hole puncher for three ring binder. So you can see here, uh, they're standard. It's also adjustable, but we're sticking with the standard uh, hole punch setting. So we can just punch um, the material. The material in question here is just a film, transparency film. I'm gonna pause here. A lot of people don't ask them what uh, film you've been using. It's just your standard, uh, forget what the, the projector film sheets that a lot of teachers was, uh, actually suggested in one of the forums about this. Right. So these you can pick up at, I think uh, Amazon and like Walmart should have these. I think it's like a 50 pack. Right, now I don't know if it's approved material or whatnot, it's not PETG, it's made out of like a cellophane or something. Um, so we're just using this for test fitting, but the whole point here was to get those holes um, in a more standardized way. And by using this is a lot faster than having to kind of set up your laser cutter or set up your vinyl cutter. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're doing. So, it, so we wanted to get rid of this area. We wanted to fill this in. So that's why we made this version that fills in that whole area there. And this prints a lot faster. It prints in an hour and 20 minutes versus in uh, two hours and 50 minutes um, from the bigger Prusa design. So these holes here um, kind of snap in there. This snaps in here. And I am printing a second, a third version already that has these holes a little bit tighter because there is some gap there. I want to get rid of those gaps. Um, so this is how it would work like that. Let's go ahead and the face cam and kind of where and the bottom part should be the same the bottom part we already designed um, so this goes in like that and then um, you can use a rubber band in the back there for these little curly bits here that will keep it nicely adhered to your face so the whole point was to get rid of uh, that top that gap area here so that's why we reworked the design so that it's a little bit less uh, it's a little bit more I don't know better I guess yeah, so that's what we have so far. Um, still printing. <laughs> It'll take about an hour and 20 minutes. Um, so looks like there's some folks that are sharing some stuff on the Discord. Shout out John Park. Looks saying he likes the look of this design that laser cuts in 80 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this one looks good. I don't see a gap in that one, so that one should yeah. have an easier time being approved. Excellent. Yes, look at that. Some photos here. Um, that's a that's a gap, isn't it, right there at the top? Um, I guess that maybe. was the main concern. I don't know. 
Yeah, because the stuff can still fall in from yeah. the top. It doesn't look as I mean, big, wouldn't it fall in not. the sides too? Like, don't you need complete coverage? I mean, I I've seen some of the, the routine that they take and they have like goggles on. Okay, so there's an extra, to, in addition to the face shield, you kind of want to have all mm -hmm. of this blocked off. Okay, well that's cool. There's lots of designs out there, and it doesn't hurt to, to work on some more. So, mm -hmm. and I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could print them. out like just this top part too to Where cover that, that, even if there is a gap. Or you could use the um, the foam, uh, like uh, the office is using to create these. So what we want to do is just have that completely filled in, so nothing can get through yeah. the top. I'm gonna turn on the headlights just to get more light in here. Cordy Roberts is asking uh, somebody with a 3D printer, tons of filament. What can they do to help? Should I start printing these? I uh, would wait for this design to be finalized. You can start printing these. Or look for you know different designs. Uh, that's similar so to this. do you want me to paste this link from UCLA? I already did. Excellent. Uh, that way you can kind of judge and see for yourself which ones. Um, they only have like th it's three designs, I suppose, or four designs. Yeah, that they're verifying. So you can check these out, yeah. And yeah. then they also, in addition to that, they have the splitter valves for the splitter valves. Um, Those are being verified as well. Yeah, so very cool. And there's yeah. lots of emails and things for people directly that are actually doing the work. Of testing. And testing, yeah. So shout out to folks. See, David Stelz was saying, link to the transparency film. Let's see. Can you can pull up the learn there. guide. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, so you can pull up the learn yeah. guide too. I put that. I put the link on there, but yeah. here is the direct link to those sheets. Cool. And we will continue testing this design here. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's out a lot right more now. better, and we will. Uh, so uh, we've already printed like a hundred of the Prusa designed ones, which yeah, are we them out. these right here. Yeah, we ship those out to the office. So we're gonna start printing the next batch of the updated design. If you haven't seen the videos, here's what those look like. Did yeah, they a, have a different uh, hole uh, a, arrangement. So the holes are, I don't know if it's a standard hole, but it's definitely not a hole puncher. Mm -hmm. So I really like the, uh, the other version, the one that I showed earlier. Yeah, since these are in, in a lot of um, like, yeah, these are the this secondary like area standard, would have them. Yeah, your standard kind of uh, office supply mm -hmm. would probably have these. Um, there are some different ones in the United Kingdom. They have a different, you know, set. So this design here um, has them actually for the North America three-hole punch and the, um, the European ISO 838 two-hole punch A4 size sheet. Yeah. And then they also have the Swedish four-hole trio punch set. So, yeah, shout out to um, 3D Verkstan for... Uh, contributing as well. And I think this design can also be laser cut, so you could get these I think out so, yeah. a lot more faster as well. Right, yeah. And uh, at Adafruit, as you saw, we're, we're, we're doing all laser cut. The 3D printing parts are just like this extra add-on, I think. Mm -hmm. But the real ones, we're, we're trying to make a thousand by Friday. Yeah. So uh, shout out to team for working on it. Got those big pieces, like they ordered, like overnight ordered all this stuff from McMaster, I think. So it's been crazy. Wilson Wong is asking, are there any hospitals in the U.S. that will be using these? Yes, uh, every hospital is requesting these. Uh, we live in a neighborhood where like a large majority of the people who work here yeah. live here. They're all, they all work for the hospitals and they all saying the same thing. 
that they are all running short on these, so they all want access to these. So you make as many as you want, call your hospitals, your local, you know, even like dentists and, you know, sure, any type of uh, uh, medical place is going to need these. And then John is asking, uh, sewn masks. Uh, looks like Aaron St. Blaine worked on a guide for sewing. And I think Lamar was uh, telling her which uh, guides to look at for reference for that. I think that guide's being released sometime later today. There's the video to go along with that. Yeah, right. So the sewn masks are already being worked mm -hmm. on. I, I, I quickly browsed through the Basecamp. Basecamp is our kind of software for mm -hmm. elicitating to-dos and things. And um, yeah, Lamar found some uh, material, reading material on uh, hospital-approved designs. Yeah. So yeah. that's what Erin did. She put it together and she's got her learn guide. I think it's being copy edited it's, right now. Yeah, I'm looking in the back in and, here. I don't uh, think the video is, is, is uh, waiting to be published. Yeah, it's in moderation right yeah, now. Yeah, so shout out to Ann for helping out on that. But yeah, pretty cool, huh? Yeah, I'm looking through all this real quick. Yeah, it is... Uh, Thorough. <laughs> it's pretty thorough. Yeah. Nice photography. If you want to... Yeah, I saw Aaron was... Uh, and feels good working on something useful. Mm -hmm. So that'll be released uh, sometime today, and there's a video to go along with that. Yeah. But not to, you know, discourage anybody from working on fun stuff like a guitar. <laughs> yes. That's coming up. Um, yeah. What else did we want to cover in this? I don't know. We were... We, we <laughs> Some of the other parts is like, you know, we're using elastic, but I saw uh, in the office years. that they were using like suspenders, you know. Yeah, they cut whatever up. we can come up with. So yeah. another thing is like the rubber bands will work perfect for these. Like even your standard smaller rubber bands, since you made this uh, bigger, mm -hmm. that works good as well. And yeah, just keep an eye out on any of the uh, designs we'll, we'll release for this. Of course, it'll be Infusion, so you can edit all of these. Yeah, I'll also give it the step file too. So if you're using something other than Fusion, you can still rework the sketches. Mm -hmm. Let's see. That's cool, shop back bags for uh, source material. Uh, I haven't heard anything about that. Duister is uh, suggesting that. And then uh, Mordoros uh, posted a link on uh, filter ideas. Some best materials, best materials for, for DIY masks, smart air filters. Some good material there. Jim saying they said something about a New York company that was making face shields at the White House press conference. Is oh, that you maybe. guys? I don't know, maybe. Yeah, we got a shout out from the mayor of New York. Oh look, pellet case versus a cotton t-shirt. Oh wow. Cool. So definitely check out the links there that Murderous Post. I'll post, cross-post this in the this YouTube great chat Thank as well. You. Oh, look, I love charts like this. 97%. Linen, pillowcase, scarf, t-shirt, 100% cotton, cotton blends. German Albretto uh, on the YouTube That's chat great. is asking, our opinions about social distancing? Yes, definitely. Uh, here in Florida, we still don't have a shutter-in-place order, which is kind of bonkers with yeah, all this going on. So yeah. definitely stay home. Yeah, uh, we haven't left, so we've been here. Yeah, we've wow. been a little bit late to the grocery delivery uh, oh, thing, gosh. so we started doing that. Yeah, since uh, I want to be safe. Uh, my wife just had four surgeries: C-section. 
gallbladder removed, mm -hmm. hernia. Yeah. And what was the other one? The, that was it. Oh, tubal. <laughs> oh. So okay. that's four freaking surgeries. So yeah. we're kind of we got to get stay safe Super over here. Super precaution. Yeah. yeah. And we got a four-month-year-old baby, so. Mm -hmm. So go. definitely practice the social distancing. Yeah. And yeah, we're just gonna keep working on these yep. while we're right smack in the double, <laughs> smack dab in the middle of moving. So it's extra crazy over here. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> With uh, the kids being home, school's been pretty much canceled for the yeah. year. So uh, we'll be producing as much as these as we can for our closing date in April. So uh, if we're missing for a little bit, that's what's going on. <laughs> yeah, April 10th is our closing date. We'll see if anything changes. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, moving up to Orlando. It's about three hours away from West Palm Beach. That's where we are right now. All right, let's go ahead and, and <laughs> yeah. move on to fun stuff. It's fun stuff to make it look like a little bit of normal. Okay. See well, what's going um, on here. We talked about the the MIDI guitar last week. Mm -hmm. We went through the Learn Guide. The Learn Guide is still up there. Um, we were able to punch out a video um, kind of showing different demos and stuff of, the, uh, of all the features. Uh, so that was a lot of fun to put together. It's a good kind of uh, offshoot from all the serious stuff. Um, but this was a lot of fun. Again, huge shout out to Liz Clark for collaborating with me on this project. Without her, this would never have happened. It's amazing code. Yeah, amazing code plus she really spearheaded the strumming mode, which really makes this the most unique MIDI controller. Um, that I think is out there. Um, yeah, I don't have GarageBand open, so let me see if I can open it. Uh, check out the video, it's on YouTube. It's pretty quick, it's only gonna take two minutes and 30 seconds of your time. Um, you know, do me a favor and listen to it. <laughs> it's fun, it was a lot of fun. Um, I have the pink version uh, set up. Uh, last week I had the white prototype version. This time it's uh, the full pink version of it. So it looks like this. It's the same, just uh, different material, different colored material. Um, let's see. Let do some strumming. And I can switch around. Some, bah, 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 the, some Seinfeld stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel out of place, like switching so fast from like serious stuff to like, all right, I'm gonna play the guitar. <laughs> a little right, bit of a distraction it. from all the sure. craziness going around. So definitely, really a fun build if you want to you know, shut, sort of shut off and if your passion is music, definitely drown yourself in that. That's, for, that's pretty much what you're going to hear in the video. <laughs> the same, like... Yeah, guys. 
seconds. I gotta start working on some music, but it's been hard to find time, right? So one of the things we wanted to go over was the CAD portion of the project. Yeah, I'm gonna do that on my own time. I'm gonna come up with uh, a layer by layer to show kind of how to add new parts to it. Maybe you want to add some faders or some more pots to it. Mm -hmm. I think it's really fun to show uh, the structure of the CAD assembly. Um, take a look at some of the user parameters so that folks can adjust things like the length of the neck. Maybe people have access to a CNC machine. It'd be really cool to see this cut out of actual wood oh, on a big CNC. Amazing. I'd love to see some folks do that. Um, yeah, if folks could share this uh, to different, I don't know, publications, that'd be really cool. Um, I, I don't have many contacts in the guitar world, but uh, it'd be really cool to see folks from, you know, like Synthtopia type blogs or guitar world. I don't know. So. Jeremy is saying people need to start doing remote band practice together. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be really cool. Let me turn this off. So that's about it. <laughs> so that's about it. You can it. get all the CAD parts for all of the components you use in there. You're using the uh, Grand Central in there. Yeah, the Grand Central. Um, this is the rotary switch, the eight-way rotary switch. Works really well. These are toggle switches for changing the different modes. Here's the strum. It's got two micro switches that allow this uh, pivot point to actuate them. And then just two pots here for modulation and velocity. Don't forget the whammy bar. The whammy bar is its own special uh, mini potentiometer. That way it fits into the mechanism. There's also a spring in there um, that allows it to kind of bounce back, spring back. So, so cool. Springs <laughs> back. And then, uh, yeah, the strum is really neat as well. Let me switch. Uh, so to strum it, um, I think it's this button. Yeah. That's the modulation mode, this button. So the way this strum is, like when you put your fingers down, just like a fretboard, like on a real guitar, it's not gonna make any noise until you strum. Yeah. Um, the, the micro switches, they kind of all have the standard mounting holes. Um, but uh, the ones that Adafruit carries, they have like a green colored shell on them. Those are really, really nice uh, because the, like the actuator nub pieces, they don't require a lot of force. Um, so uh, this one, um, although we, we ran out of stock on them, I purchased some other ones from Amazon. They have like a red colored shield, uh, whatever, red colored look to it. They feel not as great. <laughs> they, they require more force. So, and they're louder, so they make that chunky, that chunky uh, click to it, which I'm not that big of a fan of, but if you like that, that's cool. Also, uh, the actual Cherry MX switches, Cherry MX switches come in different colors, and the color dictates and determines what, uh, what style they are. I have a wiki article that's linked in my Learn Good, in our Learn Good, and uh, the, the ones I'm using is Speed Silvers, so they don't make as much noise as some of the other ones do. So, and they have a lower actuation point, so you can really um, tear it up. Matabolo is asking, going down in pitch as you go up the neck yeah, towards the bridge? Yeah, so we can change that in the code. I'm just really like, I'm a keyboard piano player. 
So uh, like a real guitar would have it, yeah, this one would be a low note and this one would be a high note. So I have it backwards, I understand that. I just, I'm just used to the keyboard, so that's why I did it that way. But I think folks can really make it their own, especially with the code. Liz did a great job commenting everything and, mm -hmm. and the code walkthrough walks you through all the stuff so you don't know any code. It's great, you can go in there and, and um, learn about it. Um, but yeah, definitely, um, really is a pref uh, user preference, player's preference on that one. Um, yeah, so, it should be going the other way, I get it, um, yeah. And you can, you know, change whatever notes you want, so if you want to play like a drum kit or something different, you can mm -hmm. map the different notes to whatever you want. You have up to 12 uh, keys here, and then you have up to eight different um, sets of notes or sets of octave, whatever you want to do. I really like this switch because it just goes all the way. It goes 360 all the way. It'd be really cool to add some decals and all sorts of fun stuff, but uh, I ran out of time. Put some stickers on there and whatnot. This is a real whammy bar. If you move up the neck, you can see that we're using the black LED acrylic to give it a nice little LED diffused look there. A little yeah. stylized uh, illumination. Yeah, it looks great. I love this material. We CNC'd it on our Bantam tools, also known, previously known as other melt. Mm -hmm. should work just fine with a laser cutter as well. And then DeWester is asking a little bit about the amplification of this. So talk about a little bit of the setup that you're using here to connect so, it. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, there's no battery. It's wired in to USB. It uses USB MIDI. Um, maybe in the future we'll do Bluetooth MIDI, but for now it's USB MIDI. Um, so whatever MIDI software you'd like to use, you can use it. Um, it works with any MIDI software. Right now I'm using GarageBand. That's from Apple. They created GarageBand. It's free for Macs, but Macs are very expensive. Um, Ableton Live, Pro Tools, Reason, all of those will work fine. Nano Studio, another one that's free to download and works with Windows and Mac. Uh, when it comes to how am I pumping out the audio, the audio is coming out of this computer. This computer is an iMac, and it's routed so that it's playing out the speakers that are built into the iMac. My microphone is picking that up. In the video, I had to use uh, our mixer, our USB mixer. I routed line out to go into the camera's input so I could wire directly into it. Um, and that's how I got mine. Uh, Liz Clark put together a video on how she has her audio set up. Um, she's using Mix Minus. She has a, big, uh, like a, a bigger mixer where she can isolate the different channels, route them to where you need to. And there's also some software that can do that as well. So uh, I know that's like a big thing on its own on how to route uh, yeah. audio <laughs> specifically for wire, uh, live streamings to avoid feedback issues. Uh, I also linked to that on the Adafruit blog. If you want to look for Mix Minus, you can pull that up. And then Kirby is asking, have you tested this out with the iPad Pro and GarageBand? So the iPad Pro would need uh, a dock to go from lightning to USB. Mm. I think we have one. Yeah, we do. Um, but I just haven't uh, played with it. it. So I think it should work since we always see it in all of their promotional yeah, materials. So. Yeah, the dongle, right? Mm -hmm. USB to lightning. Yeah. Yeah, that would work probably. Do some tests. Yeah, we need to do some tests. Yeah, let's see what else can we 
dig out of that. Yeah, you'll be doing a layer by layer later this week. Yeah, later this week. Hopefully to distract you from all the craziness. Go ahead and build one of these. Yeah, super fun. Right. Also, the parts were specifically designed to fit on printers like the Prusa, the Ender, the Ultimaker. Anything with a build volume that's 250 by 210 by 100, something like that. It's in the learn guide. Mm -hmm. But uh, And then you can always orient them uh, diag diagonally yeah, on the one. bed yeah. to get the most out of your print bed. Yeah, and then if folks want to you know, add more, make the neck longer, I think that's an option. Just kind of look at your printer, mm -hmm. your printer bed size. And you'll take a look at the parameters so you can easily adjust that in the layer by layer. Oh, another thing is you'll want to be uh, cautious of the spacing. Um, these keys are, I don't know, they're, <laughs> that's the wrong thing. Uh, some keys don't fit, that's all I can say. Some, some keys are bigger than others, uh. and I try to keep all these keys consistent so that uh, they all fit. The spacing is easily adjustable, but you gotta do that infusion. Yeah, Yanni <laughs> saying some engraving on the keycaps with LEDs would be awesome. Yeah, yeah they do idea. have uh, space for the LEDs, like a regular LED. See the Cherry MX there? Yeah. You can put a five millimeter LED in there. These are silver, speed silvers. But it, it would increase like the wiring by a, a ton. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, it was very challenging to, to do the wiring because... Yeah, there's so much in it. There's just a lot to it. There's a lot to it. And then JG is saying, uh, ooh, future variant wireless BLE variant. Absolutely. With, uh, Absolutely. 32. Yeah, it is being worked on. Um, Scott Shawcroft, who is our lead developer on CircuitPython, he is interested in working on the BLE has been library and has been has working, working on, on it. So. So. Definitely so, you'll see this again, um, <laughs> yeah. And John is saying a full PCB guitar, that would be amazing. Oh, <laughs> that would be expensive. That'd be so cool though. Right, it would be amazing. Yeah, I've been seeing lots of guitar builds. Saw Winter Gatton did a really awesome bass guitar. Oh wow, 500 bucks <laughs> PCB. Yeah, probably With Flexible like crazy. PCB parts. Sweet, yeah man, anytime. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week and last week's Community Makes. Oh yeah, one last thing. It's 24 inches uh, long, which is 610, inch, 610 millimeters, which is, happens to be the full length of our aluminum extrusion. Uh, I was like, <laughs> oh, that's perfect. It's like the that's exact funny. same. All right, you want to do Time Lapse Tuesday? Yeah, so last week, was it last week? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. <laughs> we were still on thinking that, you know, Easter was going to still be all nice and regular. You can still, you can still have, <laughs> you can still have your little Easter. You we'll know. do a virtual hunt. Yeah. So one of the cool designs they came up was this nice dragon egg. There's a couple different variants of it. Sure. Very nice job doing the threading on here. Prints with no supports. The bottom is nice and flat, so you don't need any supports for that. Yeah. And it just so happens to be large enough to house one of our Circuit Playground Expresses. What? It's blue. We have the little adapter case. You can find, oh, I forgot what, what project we built this for. It houses uh, Christmas the Christmas tree. Christmas tree, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it has the little LiPo battery portion on there. Right, and right. it snap fits these little nubs no grab onto the side. Yeah. No screws. And you can put the little LiPo battery in there. You can have it be a nice little glowing 
nightlight or super easy to find egg for Easter. Yeah, threads are awesome. I'm all for threads, screw threads. So this design double. is by The Granny on It's actually a remix. It's a remix. Yeah. The original she designs added, She added are... the uh, threads on there. Yeah, I think I've updated their website. I can't even. Oh gosh. I don't know where. Yeah, we're not going to give them a hard remix. time, but. Uh, <laughs> I know. It, here, remix of La 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 six five seven six five Dragon Egg. So take that as you will. Nice color, looks cool. We have a time lapse video on that. Here it is. If you haven't seen it, um, printed on the the Creelty CR10S Pro using some PLA from. Uh, every every one. Every one. E R Y. O-N-E, very yeah. Nice translucent material, great for diffusing blue stuff, if you're using blue. That's it. We got another time lapse for you this week. It was just a time lapse of the face shields. Uh, the, uh, the sort of remakes that I did of Prusa's um, design. I took out the, the holes because they were creating some rough edges and some of our printers that don't have really good active cooling um, they kind of struggle to print the geometry, so that's why we just got rid of those holes, mm -hmm. the, the, the kind of hexagon holes. But uh, yeah, there we go. There's the bottom part. Again, it's elongated so that it helps uh, keep the material from like a two-liter bottle from curling mm -hmm. so much. That's why we did that. And to avoid the top gap there, I think you could cut out another piece of the, the clear trans right, and snap transparency it in and have it like... That's a good idea, actually. On top. Yeah. Sort of fill, fill in, in that, that gap. gap. Yeah. Yeah, so if you see a shield design and it has a gap, try yeah. to improve that design or let them know. Mm -hmm. that, hey, that's the whole point about 3D printing is to iterate. Yes. So we can and we will. All right, folks. I think that's, that's be pretty it. much it. That's Checking pretty much my it. notes here. Uh, Don't forget, if yep. you have uh, some parts that you need and you work for uh, an organization or facility that is deemed essential, mm -hmm. we can help you out. Just give us an email at covid19 at adafruit.com. Real quick, we'll jump in the chat and the Discord, see if there's anybody saying what's up, what's up. <laughs> I'm good. Cool. I'm commenting on the guitar parts, if it was all a PCB. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? Yeah, that would be amazing. And then Shadow Ninja is saying that, yep, you could use foam to fill in the gaps. Yeah, that's Like a some weather stripping, too. that's exactly what I think you the could, material like, that they're using yeah. in the office to build the you foam. You stencil that. You just put the thing over the material, stencil it out. That's exactly with what they did. Dano made and then just cut an acrylic jig to be mm -hmm. able to cut oh, all that's those. that's a great idea. Sweet. All right, well, we're, we're going to stay busy, and we hope everybody stays busy, too. We hope you guys join us tonight for the world's biggest show and tell. It's a full hour now. It starts at 7 p.m. every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Come by, stop by, show off all your awesome projects you're working on. Even if they're not finished, we like to see in-work projects, in-progress projects. So you also check out your pets, check out what projects your kids have been working on. You can even tour, give us a tour of your makerspace or just your home office. All are welcome. Please stop by, join us. 
every Wednesday now for the whole hour. And then right after that at 8 p.m. we have Ask an Engineer. Definitely want to tune in for that, get all the news going on in the office, updates. Lamar's still working on new projects, so you definitely want to check that out. It's every Wednesday at 8 p.m. I think that's going to do it for this week. We're going to go back and finalize these designs and crank these out while we continue to box the rest of our stuff. <laughs> and we'll see you guys later tonight. Go ahead and play us out. <laughs> Remember, everybody, stay safe, wash your hands, and make a great day. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you tonight. Wait, 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 we forgot to say John Park's tomorrow. John oh, yeah, Park yeah. is tomorrow at 4 p.m. Thursday. Yes, yes. John's in the chat room too. Huge so shout up? out. Working on, still working on a lot of the upcoming projects for Adabox, so don't forget about that. Sign up for those, and even though we're not shipping, you can always get gift certificates. Yeah, that's true. And we appreciate that. Adafruit.io as well, so you can work on all of those lovely home automated projects. Don't forget, we are able to stay open because of your support. So here's all the people you guys are supporting every single week with every order. Thank you all so much. Uh, lots of planning that went into being able to stay open. So yeah, thank you guys from all the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, Amazing that you guys are able to tune in and support. Yeah, you said it. All right, folks, don't forget, wash your hands, make a great day. Bye, everybody. See you tonight.